Okay. Welcome to a new episode. My name is James. I'm here with my co-host, Jose. And we're joined by our two esteemed colleagues or friends. First guy is Bibbs. And the second guy is Reese. Hello, guys. What's up? How y'all doing? Money bag Reese, you know. Big stacks, big wax. I don't speak broke. Man, get a little stimmy in. Don't know how to act. Uh, what's up? <laughs> it's Bibbs. How's it going, guys? I mean, you know, it's going good. Living the life, you feel me? Just got in from the mall, spent a couple racks, had a couple bags, you feel me? Uh, walking around the mall, you know, at, I was done my shopping. Seen a couple kids running around, throw them a couple racks, told them to go have fun, you feel me, you know? Sometimes you can't keep all the money yourself. You can't die with it. You feel me? So, yeah. Yeah, because reasons for the children. I'm sorry, what? So reasons for the children. I don't have any children. I don't, give, give I don't me have a, any children. Give me a second. I'm great. Uh, my baby giraffe just got loose. Give me a second. Okay. 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 You got a baby giraffe? Okay. Maybe we can link up and your giraffe and my zebra have a play date. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Let's, let's make it happen. Get my okay, people to go. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it on my calendar under Madagascar. <laughs> I just messed up. Let me ask you a question. What does Tony Parker on the basketball floor do better than Chris Paul? Uh, I would definitely say a better score. That's false. Uh, not true. That's not, he's a better score. Uh, he would. Honestly, if, if given the right circumstances, he's probably an equal playmaker. Uh, what? Why? How is it? How are his circumstances worse? He had Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili. How are his circumstances worse to be a playmaker? I I never saw. Hey, Manu was the other big playmaker for that team. Their yeah, offensive team. system, their offensive system was designed around get. You look at any Spurs player. Uh, with Popovich, there's no one gets a lot of assists, but they'll always be on team assists. They're always top of the league. It's because it's all about moving the ball, making the extra pass. I'm not sure what his hockey assists were, but it's, I mean, I'm not sure about the fucking stat in the NBA. But, but yeah, if, if, if your team, if your team is towards the top in assists, but you have no players in the top of the assists, it's because you're constantly moving the ball, making the extra pass. That's what the Spurs have perfected. They also, in the Tony Parker's prime, played a much slower pace than the rest okay. of the league. They would grind you the fuck out. If the prime Chris Paul was on those Spurs teams, they would have been much better than they were with Tony Parker, and he still would have averaged 10 assists. Better than, uh, better than uh, four rings? Four yes. Absolutely. No. They had no. some L's in, those, those, in the gaps there. If Chris Paul was replaced, if you replaced Tony Parker with prime Chris Paul, Tim Duncan would have about six, seven rings. I guarantee it. If you replace Chris Paul with prime Tony Parker, Blake Griffin's got at least two rings. That's cat. No. Cat. Not cat. I'm I'm not even sure what cat means, but I'm going to say it's not. You're lying. You know who couldn't guard Tony Parker? The Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, 
that's a big part of the bias there. That Four a lot of was bars. domination. See, this is my thing. When I, when I talk, like, and I obviously, Bibbs, you had your goat series, which was which was great, by the way. Thank but like, at the end of the day, it's all like it's all you know. There's no like set formula on rankings. I just personally don't value like when I look at staff that that doesn't that doesn't paint the whole picture of right. someone of building. You could I could watch like when I watched the Spurs play Chris Paul teams. Tony Parker gave Chris Paul buckets. We can look at that up. Yeah, no, uh, I think Chris Paul head to head Tony Parker has. Uh, more wins. I think Chris Paul averaged more. Uh, what's it called? Uh, points. But again, like when you look at like like Chris Paul, this is no de- no detriment to him because Chris Paul is a hell of a player. You right. know, I I love CP. I love CP zero as much as the next guy. But zero is for zero. All right, what? Uh, you know, CP zero. <laughs> zero. Zero rings. But uh. With Chris Paul, I mean, with Tony Parkman, or Chris Paul, like, he was the offense. I mean, he didn't have any other creators with him. Uh, so, the Clippers was always going to be different. But Tony Parker, like, if you put him in a bigger role where he was the system, his staff would obviously be better. That's why I don't care about all his staff. I, better than I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. So you're looking at him. Look at Steve Nash. Steve Nash from Dallas was an all-star player. He goes to a system where he's the guy. Whole offense runs through him. He's an MVP. That Chris but that doesn't Steve work for everybody. Everyone's Nash. not that good. Yeah, but when you're, but we're not, I'm not comparing like some like he was, Tony Parker wasn't some scrub. That I'm saying, if he got to a better role, he'd be better. He was I'm an not. all-star player, a Hall of Fame player. If right. he had a bigger role, it's safe to assume he would have had better numbers. But go ahead, dude. I was gonna say so. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying for sure. And I think there's a lot of those, like when you look at those old Celtics teams and stuff like that, like a lot of those guys didn't get the shine that they could have had if they weren't playing with Larry Bird, et cetera, and so forth. But the fact that you aren't the one that rises to the top, and this is something that came to my mind when I did the GOAT series because Scottie Pippen didn't make the top 50, and he's widely considered a top 50 player. But Michael Jordan was so dominant that he held Scottie Pippen back. And I feel like that's kind of what happened with Tim Duncan and the Spurs is that he held his teammates back from being, you know, achieving the the all-NBAs and stuff like that because he was doing most of the damage on those teams. Um, But at the same time, a lot of guys that were on big duos and whatnot did make the list. So, like, if I'm looking – I'll pull up the GOAT series just for reference, right? Tony Parker finished number 76 all time. Chris Paul finished number 56. So neither one of them made the top 50. When I look at their head-to-heads, because I pulled that up just now, when I look at the head-to-head, when you tell me that Tony Parker dominated Chris Paul, I'm looking for Tony Parker's performances against Chris Paul to be better than what he usually did, and that's not the case either. Tony Parker against Chris Paul, 15 points, 5.5 assists, 2.7 rebounds, .8 steals. How many wins? What's the head-to-head? I mean, but you, you, you can't give him wins because he wasn't the best player on the team. He was I mean, you could, argue, you could argue that around 2000, 
I'll say 2009, 2010, he had, I mean, oh, you already 07, he was the best player, obviously with the finals MVP. But they got to, I mean, when Tim Duncan got older, his stats were obviously lower or whatever. But Tony Parker was the guy on that team. I agree. And I thought he was not getting the love he should have gotten on, and it was on the back end of Tim Duncan's career. I felt like Tony Parker, at that point, he did become the, the best player on the team. But it was such a small window of time that I didn't think it was enough to overshadow everything else. Prior to Here's the, have, have you seen the, the Tony Parker documentary on Netflix? Is there a Tony Parker documentary? Excuse me, Tony Parker documentary on Netflix? Yeah, Kobe's on it. Talks about Tony Parker. What's he's one of the toughest players? He got. Uh, I don't know, some, uh, it's in French. I don't know the fucking title of the name. I can't pronounce it. Uh, just search Tony Parker. See what comes up. There it is. I'm pretty sure it's a title shot. Yeah, I mean, if you hear like like any like. This is my thing. Like you hear how how Chris, I mean, how Kobe talks about Tony Parker. You know what I mean? Like, like there's like like you don't like it's easy to look at stats and say and this is my my thing with like stats in general, like and analytics, all that shit. Like it's all a piece. Like it's all it all goes to, goes like, goes into it. But right. like, you have to like if you got somebody. This I watch basketball with my wife all the time. Uh, she can watch a game, not know any names, any numbers, and she knows who's good and who's not. Right. You mean I don't care. She doesn't even see all oh, what's his what's his vibrate. I should say, you know, all this other shit. Hold on, hold on. I like, got a story about vibrate too. I got a funny, funny story about that. I don't know if y'all caught this. Here's 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 what I'm gonna say. If you consider top three, top five of all time at your position, you have to be top three, top five around the time you're playing at your position. And Tony Parker was never top three or top five at his position at, for a long period of time. Whenever you played. Oh, he- you 100% was. But my thing is, to be, to, to get to that elite, elite, to where I can call you, like you said, like like James was saying, I need you to have been, like, by clearly dominant. Like, you needed to dominate every other person at that position that you matched up against. And I, I don't recall that being the case. A lot of players, you, you're saying, no one's saying Tony Parker's not a good player. You're right. saying because he was good on the Spurs and he had decent number on the Spurs, if he had his own team, it's safe to assume he would have done better. It's not always the case. Sometimes people work better in systems. Not calling Tony Parker a system player, just saying maybe he benefited from the Spurs more than the Spurs benefited from him or equal. We don't know if Tony Parker, would have, just because he can score really good and he's a decent playmaker, doesn't mean... Excuse me. Doesn't mean that if he gets his own team, he'll be great. We've seen Chris Paul has have his own team with his second best player being David West and his third being Peja or Tyson Chandler, depending on who you ask. Right. He took him to the second seed in the West. <clears throat> That's saying a lot. I think no, I, Paul, I when it comes to the last uh about fifteen years or so. When it comes to players' importance on a team, there's LeBron James and then there's Chris Paul. Because almost every team Chris Paul has been on has made the playoffs. Regardless of who he's had on his team. Now, granted, we can't look at that. Tony's always been with the Spurs, but still, they've always had a good team. 
I mean, he was with the Hornets at the end, but that was after. I'm not going to count that again. Yeah. That was yeah. After. I mean, but when you hard. look at, if we look at that New Orleans team, it's easy to say, oh, best player, David West, Tyson Chandler. But if you look at the other Western teams back then, I mean, the Jazz were dominating with fucking Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer. They had they had Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer, Mamedo Kerr, Andre Karolinko. That was a good team. Love that team. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is Tyson Chandler is was a was a solid was a very good center, like a great pick and roll, great defensive player. David West was a fucking problem in New Orleans. Yeah, I good. Not David West was, like, was some fucking scrub. Pedro was no, I'm saying he's a scrub. I'm just saying. No, no, I know, but what I'm saying is like not on the like, level of a. Uh, Tim Duncan or Manu Ginobili? No, obviously, but like they were still really good players. It wasn't like he was carrying like uh, I'm trying to think of a like, like a like a shitty team back in like 2007, 2008. But uh, you say like they carried them 76 squads. I didn't mean yeah, to like, say it like had, I didn't mean Steve to say Nash it like they weren't party. great players. I meant to yeah, say it like you know if I tell you no context my three best players are chris paul david west and tyson chandler and i tell you we have the second seed in the western conference where you have kobe and powell and the phoenix suns teams with nash thotamile marion the spurs with tony parker ginobili and duncan the jazz with karolinko and Boozer and Darren Williams, the Denver Nuggets with Iverson and Mello and Marcus Camby and Kenyon Martin. Well, I mean, they were average at the time, so I don't really do that. But would you really, if I told you that, would you expect that Hornet team to be a second seed? I mean, no, but at the same time, it's easy 12 years later. I mean, David West was a 20 and 9 guy. I mean, they had, you mean, like, they, like those players, again, like, Chris Paul was great that year. I, mean, I think he probably should have won the MVP that year. I think a lot of people might agree with that. But, I mean, I'm looking at that team that, I mean, it wasn't, like, a terrible team, but it wasn't great. I mean, I, I knew they'd be overachieved at the two seed. And I, I don't remember, like, context-wise, if any teams dealt with injuries or whatever. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going like, to speak like I, you know, no perfect. I know I'm looking at it now, like, them, the Spurs, I think, were the two threes. They had the same record. You mean, you, like, they were, like, like those two through five was pretty much neck and neck record-wise. But, I mean, again, I'm not saying Chris Hall isn't a fucking all-time great point guard. My but, thing, and this is where I, I, I get, like, I, I do value winning. I value championships. Okay. You know, I think again you have to look at players' situations they're in. It's like even now we look at we look, when like mass fans talk about players, oh they're trash, they're trash, and they don't look at their situations. You mean like and plenty again? I use Steve Nash as an example. He went from being an all star and a and a really good point guard to being a two time MVP because he got put in a better system. He had a Mari Stoudemire in pick and roll. Like that Sun scene. A better player on the team in front of him. <laughs> yeah, like you look. You look at like 
I mean, he that 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 offense was geared towards making Steve Nash put massive numbers. I mean, Harden with Mike D'Antoni. You know what I mean? But that's another example, like when players got bigger roles. James but Harden was being a good, good six man to a perennial MVP candidate because he got in a, put in a bigger situation. If he stayed as a six man, you could see the talent was there. You could see that he like he was a great talent, but his numbers weren't the business. All because of the role he was in. So when you're a great talent, you force the role. You you dictate the role that you're going to be in. Nobody's going to take uh, LeBron and tell him just pass the ball if they see that he's big and strong and can dunk and score and rebound and everything else. Like you're not going to pigeonhole guys. That, that's fair, but you got to look and at the first. It's, it's a lot like the Patriots. Here's the, here's the, the other part. Right, you know, is the other part of the situation thing because it's a two way street between being in a situation that that uh, makes you worse or or, does, or allows you to flourish because you're the best player. Like how how much of Tony Parker's success is tied to Tim Duncan being there as uh, his his guy on the pick and roll, his threat to like people didn't want him to off to Tim Duncan. Maybe that's why he let points in the paint because weren't coming off of him to or weren't going off of him to, to go to people were they were letting him go because they didn't want Tim Duncan to get going. I mean you could but you could use that argument. I mean, Chris Paul how much of it was having David West being a knockdown mid range pick and pop and a lob threat and Tyson Chandler or David, DeAndre Jordan Blake Griffin. That's not the same. Steve Nash having Steve Nash having Marge Stoudemire. None I of mean, those and even when Duncan got yeah. older, when Duncan got older, Tony Parker got better when Duncan got older. Let me say this. Okay. When you mentioned Nash and Stoudemire, Amari, Amari Stoudemire missed pretty much an entire season in Phoenix, and Steve Nash still got them to the playoffs and won MVP. Also, David West's best years came playing with Chris Paul. He didn't have some catastrophic injury that, you know, declined him when he went to Indiana. His best years came with Chris Paul. When he went to Indiana, he was the third best player on the team until Roy Hibbert decided to wake up and be trashed. <laughs> After his teammates slept with his wife. Let's not go there. Allegedly. No damn alleged. That shit happened. I mean, speaking of players sleeping with the teammates' wife, Tony Parker. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. You know, no, that would actually happen. That's for sure. We know that. Whose teammate was? Whose team? Who's who's the team Brent, that he's Brent Barry. Brent Barry. Yeah. And, and I like Brent. She like, looked exactly like Eva Longoria. She's like a tall Eva Longoria. That's the part that made it worse. Maybe he just got confused. I don't. I don't know. He was probably drunk. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but hold on, it was like an ongoing thing though, from what I heard. Like it wasn't just like a one-time slip-up. Like they I'm were, about to say, yeah, Stephen Jackson really don't fuck with Tony Parker because of. That's some wild stuff to do. Very wild. That's worse than what Delonte West did. Allegedly. That's alleged. That's that's 100% alleged. That is not alleged, bro. <laughs> there is zero evidence now. Didn't that take leak? I don't think so. I think he still, like, they still deny. I mean, like, he even says how it kind of ruined his career, like the rumors that. I don't remember LeBron ever like saying it didn't happen. LeBron doesn't speak on a lot of stuff like that, so exactly. But like, well, he, he's not going to. 
like to even to say like this is ridiculous i can't believe people ever said that like that that's telling to me man but lebron to say like like he's the like i mean he's never gonna i mean lebron's not gonna speak on that shit you know Well, I feel like we've had enough Tony Parker po- uh, talk for the uh, podcast. I think uh, the first thirty seconds was enough Tony Parker talk, to be honest. I feel like, yeah, I know. We shouldn't have done it thirty seconds. We should have all just agreed that he's the third best point guard of all time and moved on. I think <laughs> Reese would agree with that. I think Bibbs would agree with that. I know James would agree with that. So let me ask. We don't. We don't. Let me ask you. Let me say this. I know you're trolling with the top three thing, but you probably really believe he's top five, right? Or do you really believe he's top three? The, okay, so I I will I would take Steph over him. I take Magic over him. I would allow the argument for Isaiah Thomas. Man, get the fuck out of here. Isaiah <laughs> Thomas ain't even up there for me. What? I would allow the argument for Isaiah Thomas, and then I I, I would still I, mean, I would still take Tony Parker. But and I get like honestly, I understand why people think Chris Paul is better. I understand people. Don't and I'm not saying this to you guys. I'm not saying you guys look at the stats and think, oh, he's not. But I have people think he's not top twenty all time, all that shit. Like that's just fucking idiot. Like, like you can't. Say, yeah, like Parker's not top twenty point guard of all time. I'll put him. I'll put him top fifteen. You can't have him outside of fifteen. I think fifteen is the worst I'll allow. But then that's and then it all it kind of spirals into like the man Ginobili talk. I think man is a top ten shooting guard of all time. Uh. Mm-hmm. Mate, what? I think he's top three. <laughs> he's not even top three spur, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but you don't think the spurs have no maybe. He's not a, he's not a Duncan, top three. So yeah, because you got David Robinson, George Gervin, and you got Tim Duncan. Like, right, like right. oh, he's not top three in his in his respective, you know, team. When your team has three all time breaks on it, it's kind of like. But was Manu ever a top three shooting guard no. at any point of his career? No, he wasn't. Not even Easy. top five. Easy. Yo, can Easy. we listen? Can we see, find him on the GOAT series list? I, I, I don't think I'm finding him. Bro, hold up. You're telling me that at any point in Manu Ginobili's career, he's the top five shooting guard in the National Basketball Association in America? <laughs> yes. Not in America. When? Uh, probably. I'm probably like I'm my he, years. He made two all NBA teams. Two all NBA teams. He made what? Two all NBA teams in his entire career. Correct. Coming off the bench. I don't. No. 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 Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I don't care about that. He's coming off the bench. You say he was a top five shooting guard. I want to hear the shooting the guard. Top Top ten? Uh, oh, top, top all time, but it's in one one year. No, you said we talking about when he was in the league. I said when he was in the league, he was never ever a top five shooting guard in the league at any point of his career. Uh, of, I would say career. probably two thousand and six, two thousand and eleven. I would say he was bullshit. Two thousand eight and two thousand eleven were his two All NBA years. There was a year played thirty minutes a game. And he never averaged twenty points again. <sighs> never mind. I'm gonna let it go. I mean, I Ray would, Allen, I would, Dwayne I would, Wade. I'll give you Kobe over him, 
and I'll give you, I'll give you Dwayne Wade over. That's really it. Oh Come on, dog. He did not Tracy make Brady. List for the Goat Series. Okay, but during those years, 06, 07, 2011, Tracy McGrady didn't play 82 games once. Didn't make out of the first round once. Uh, Tim Duncan carrying him to Literally had years where he averaged three points. He had a year he had three points that year during that stretch. I mean, that was well past T-Max Prime. I'm about to say, don't do that. We know that was past his prime. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? We, we said T-Max. I'm like, yeah. I'm not talking about 2011. T-Max. I'm talking about 2006. 2005, 2006. He played 47 games. Like, he was, I don't care how many games he played. He's a better player than Monty Ginobili. On 40% <laughs> shooting, 31% from deep. Tracy McGrady is a better basketball player than Manu Ginobili has ever dreamed to be. I don't care if Tracy McGrady played one game that year. We know how good Tracy McGrady <laughs> was that year. He's better than Manu Ginobili. Hey, hey uh, Reese, can I ask you a serious question? What's up? How does it feel to be so wrong? I'm not. He's not wrong. He is. How? McGrady put McGrady put up great stats. I'll give him that. But I mean, like because that's, that's all he was. Off talent alone. Off talent alone. Tracy McGrady is top ten all time off talent. Still, probably top five. You talk about how Kobe talks about Tony Parker. Listen to the way these players talk about Tracy McGrady. I ain't okay. ever heard of a okay. money okay. like that. No, Kobe has thought about man. Kobe has thought about man like that. But my thing is this. If you want to talk about talent, talent, okay, you want to talk about, oh, who's lost talent, that's fine. But if you lost talent, you need to be a better player. Derek Put, Coleman was talented than a lot of bigs. No one says he's a top ten big. I mentioned so talent because you were saying, yeah, he has stats. He has talent and stats. And he was one of the best and, players in the league. Prime T Mac on those first teams, said Manu. <laughs> it's a different story. Greg Popovich sticks his ass on the bench. Fuck no, he doesn't. Fuck yes, he does. Fuck no. Do you, do you think, think Brady plays do, 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 do you think do you think Popovich is allowing some man to shoot forty percent from the floor and thirty one percent deep? Do you think Bro. he's shooting those in, in San Antonio? With Tim Duncan as his big man, I mean, if, if he's exactly. shooting better percentages, he might okay. He might have better percentages, but his stats are going to be a lot lower. Well, man, no, he's not. Way, though, having twenty-seven a game, problem. He's not going to do double was, every time he touches the ball. With Tim Duncan, so team that with no triple teams in San Antonio. Be, he, he, I'm saying his stat, his efficiency might go up, but those, those numbers are going down. Pop is not sitting on the bench, though, because he's too good. Oh, he's 100% the sixth man. Who is starting, who's starting over T-Mac in San Antonio? I'm probably saying... Who's going? Bale Udrich? He was still like 30 minutes a game, 31 minutes a game, but he'll come off the bench. Ooh, oh, that's that's behind you. That's what made it, because that's what made that first team so great. Like, they had, they, 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 they huh. were keeping Manuel on the bench. 
Same reason why Jason Terry didn't start in Dallas. You brought him off the bench and all the fucking light shit up. Okay, so you put, start in Dallas. We put so we put prior team at San Antonio. Who's starting over him? I mean, back then they had uh, it was Tony P. Bruce Bowen. No, Bruce Bowen was small forward. Who's a fucking who's a shooting guard who got lit up by T Mac on the thirteen that thirteen points in like thirty two seconds, whatever it was. Number twenty three, Kenny Anderson. No, I'm just kidding. I was, I was saying uh, name. Brown, I think. <laughs> If we can't name the, if we can't name the guy, T Mac is, <laughs> is starting on the team. No, but Come again, on. again, <laughs> again, again. Also, again. another shooting guard that Manu Ginobili was never better than was Allen Iverson. I'm just putting that out. Yes, that's yes, that's yes, that's he was. Yes, he was. If he you was can't, Allen Iverson was Mont- is Monte Ellis the corner. Bro, this motherfucker's trolling, bro. I'm really not. Face is over. You said Allen Iverson is what? He was uh, Monte. And, 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 and no disrespect to Monte, he was less efficient than Monte. How are you supposed to be efficient out of, <laughs> with nobody with Eric Snow as your second best player? Aaron I McKee. Just, I just, I just, you I had just, old decrepit became Bay Mutembo, Keith Van Horn, like the dude was six foot, 120 pounds soaking wet. Having to carry the, an entire team on his back. How are you supposed to be efficient? Look Pass. at Steph. Uh-huh. Hello? Yeah, do you hear me? Go ahead. I'm not sure what <clears throat> Okay. Let's, 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 we're, this is, we're supposed to be talking Mavericks here. I get it. <laughs> you guys are like, you guys are upset that you guys are so, so terribly wrong. Let's move on. He's trolling. He's trolling, bro. He's trolling. He has to be trolling. I don't know what I don't troll. I don't troll. No, I think you troll. Look at the profile picture on Twitter. You troll. Okay. Okay. That was because everyone was calling me a closet person. So I said, fuck it. You sound like him right now. Everything my brother said to me growing up, like the whole Michael Finley winning a ring, all that shit. That shit my brother used to tell me. He's a first fan. So, like, some of that shit, I'm like, let me just, like, recite the you bullshit my brother. The, you the Spurs all day, but you ain't got to say this kind of stuff, man. Come on now. I'm getting out of hand. What did I say that was out of hand? Please tell me. Like, Everything out of hand. Out of their pocket. I just, we, we can turn record off. Just please tell <laughs> me you don't believe any of the stuff you just said. I, I do, though. He really does. I don't but again, think he does. Like, and this is my thing. And this is my no. I, I really, but this is my thing. And this is like where like I, I think you know, we can all learn uh, all grow together. Will uh, read. Uh, you know, uh, is when it comes to like these, like again, me personally. If I'm if I'm starting a team and I said, hey, point guards, pick your point guard, and I'm like, okay, shit, I'm on Magic. Oh, he's gone. Steph, oh, Steph's gone. I'm doing Tony Park. Uh, that's, that's my, my, that's my opinion. I might, I, I might be wrong, but in my opinion, I'm right. Uh, Here we go. And, and the end of the day, like, you know, it's all, it's all subjective or objective. I'm not sure. No, 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 no. I, I play Jose. I got my GED. No, no. So I got my yeah. GED, so my words aren't too good. But, uh, so, 
No, no, no. Let me play Jose. Go ahead. Clay Thompson. Did not sniff the GOAT series list at all. Half-wise, I would say that he's much greater than he's. it's going to show in the in the history book. But he hasn't gotten to show it because Steph has overshadowed him in his entire career. I, so in that in that sense, when you talk about being on a great team, being the best player, I can hear you if you say that both of those guys, Tony Parker and Ginobili, are not going to be fairly rated all time because of where they played and who they played with. Like, if you were to say they're underrated and they they underappreciated, I can get on board with that. But when we start talking top five, top ten, now I can't get on board with that. That's too much. No, no, no. Sorry. Right. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I'm off the whole Tony Parker thing. I'm stuck on this Manu Ginobili shit. Man, look, first of all, I just – you said it's subjective. That's cool. People have their opinions. But some opinions are wrong, okay? I saw a picture – on social media before and it said uh I'm entitled to my opinion and then it said in quotes the person's opinion three squared equals six. It's wrong. But okay see that 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 that's all well and good but like you have a form you there's a set formula to determine what that equation is. There's no set formula to decide who's a better basketball player. If you want to look at like, if you want to look at if you want to look at stats, that's great but you have to, there's so many factors when it comes to basketball or sports in general. There's no set formula. You you see who's better while watching it on TV. You see who's better doing this, when, doing that. I, this is my thing. When I when, when, I again, my, my older brother was a Spurs fan, so I did. I I was forced to watch a lot of Spurs games. When I watched this, the Spurs, this play, sounds like it sounds like it sounds like he sat you down, peeled your eyelids open, and made you watch. Sounds like you're in a sunken place, bro. When I watch when I watch the Spurs games, I look at Manage and like that's a bad motherfucker. I don't care what the stats say. I all I know is when shit got real, when they fucking needed something, they can go they can go to either Tony Parker, Manu, or Tim because they're gonna get they're gonna get fucking buckets regardless. And you know who got buckets? You know who got buckets against the Spurs when they needed it? Tracy McGee with thirteen points and thirty three seconds on the Spurs. Oh, which which playoff team is that? The second? Oh, not second. Not second. You never, you never now you want to go to the playoffs. Of course, Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker did well in the playoffs. I got a team. Look at the team. Thing, right? okay, this is my thing. No, Your brother should have set you down and watch, and showed you some Orlando yeah. Magic, Houston Rockets, and Sixers game. Can I finish? Go ahead. Okay. So my thing is just right, and this is. Where you guys can agree with me, like you guys have been, or you can disagree with me, which would be rare. Because I think this whole podcast, I've been pretty good at getting uh, my points from. Uh, when I look at, like, the Spurs, and the reason why the Spurs are so different is you bought into that system, or that was it. Same with it, the Patriots. The Patriots buy into that system, or that's it. You mean, those, the Spurs players value the winning over individual accolades, Okay. Not every player could do that. Like, we praise, like, and this is all, like, we praise, like, Kobe for that mama's mentality. Like, he's going to take the shot no matter, what, no matter how bad of a shot he is. We praise him for having the ball to take the shot, right? Should we not praise players for, for sacrificing individual stats for the value of no. the team? That doesn't make them better than a player that's clearly better than them. It just makes them unselfish. I think it's this. 
My thing is this, though. They, their stats could have been better, but they valued win. I'm not I even talking about stats. I'm looking at the eye test. When you, if you watch the eye test, you can see Mary Ginobili's a bad motherfucker. You can, you see, can see Tracy McGrady's a bad motherfucker. The eye test tells you Tracy McGrady's a better player. My issue with Tracy McGrady is, and this is about, I'm, I'm, I, I'm talking about just all around, career, everything. My issue with Tracy McGrady has always been, it will always, will always be, he has, it was, his peak was very, it wasn't that long. Granted, that's injuries. If, if T-Man does, it's like same Grant Hill. Grant Hill is probably a talent. I might be one of the most talented players to ever live. Right. <clears throat> but those, like, no one looks at Griffin. You think greatest small forwards of all time. How many, how many people, like, how many, how far do you go before you mention Grant Hill? Yeah. Uh, he's not in the top 100 of the but, days. But, but talent-wise, he's easily top 100 talent-wise, right? Oh, easy. Yes. But, again, he didn't have his career was cut short with injuries. He didn't have him in his peak. Like, Detroit, Grant Hill, was one of the baddest fucking men in the history. Yeah. What point is your, oh, are you getting to here? <laughs> I think with Tracy McGrady, yeah, you can look at the, the, the three-year peak of Tracy McGrady and say he was a bad motherfucker. But, like, he's he's, okay, like go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. it was only, it was only, it was, like, man who had, like, 15 years of consistent being really fucking good. But Tracy yeah, McGrady still know. made seven all-NBA teams. Seven. Tracy McGrady's peak wasn't three years. Including two all-NBA first, three all-NBA second. Manu has two all-NBA thirds and nothing else. So somebody didn't recognize him as a top three shooting guard more than twice. But again, again, media vote, that's fine. They can do that. Because all subjective. I could argue that he should have made it more time. I'm not going to. Because, again, it's all fucking, you know, it's all subjective, objective, whatever the fuck the word is. Again, I, got, I got my GED. I'm not that good with English. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's my, my, my whole point is, and this is, you know, trying not to go on right here. That's my personal opinion. You can crucify me all you want. <laughs> I know somebody else who got crucified. Oh, and my. I know Are you calling yourself Jesus? I know you calling yourself Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you calling yourself Jesus Christ? He definitely just did that. He definitely just did that. Yo, I'm not. I'm we, not. Have, we have jumped the shark, the octopus, the squid. We jumped everything. So all that. There's all one that. thing about you, Jose. There's one thing that makes you stand out from everybody else on the planet. What? You're the only person that thinks Manu Ginobili is better than Tracy McGrady. <laughs> Let's 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 move on from this. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. I, I accept you guys' apologies. Uh, you know, what are we apologizing for? <laughs> so uh, back to the the reason why you guys are on this damn call. Let's talk math. Okay. I'm also currently putting the poll out on Twitter, but continue. I was about to do it myself. <laughs> Great, Great, Great. What poll? You can put a poll out and uh, if you if you surveyed all of NBA Twitter, and you'll have comments saying the Mickey Mouse is three and six in the finals, <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. Like let, let, let's go let's go to Twitter. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's, come on. Like, that's, uh, like, I don't care. 
I'd have got to put a Tony DeRozan in this downgrade from Dorian Finney-Smith. Let's tell you that guy's opinion now, too. That's why I don't want to talk about the Mavs. Cause I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about the Mavs. No, Biz, you wanted to talk about analytics, all right? Yeah, I did. I so did. I'm gonna give you the floor to talk about analytics. <clears throat> okay, I should have done more preparation for this, but I'm gonna just go off the dizzy dome. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for allowing me this this platform. Um, trying to recover from Jose calling himself Jesus. I didn't say that, James. I'm trying to look up from the other. I'm pretty sure what's Jose. Anyway, <clears throat> so analytics. Analytics in sports in particular. To start this, I have to tell you a story. In 2011, I was doing an internship on in Colorado Springs at the MLB Players Association. I'm not a baseball fan at all. Don't care too much about it. My dad hated me because he loved baseball and he wanted me to be a baseball player. It just wasn't for me. Too boring. But at that, that year that I was doing that internship, the movie Moneyball came out. And if you don't know what Moneyball was about, it was a movie, I believe it was nominated for an Oscar, about the 2001 Oakland Athletics. 2001-2002, I guess. Love that movie. So that year, if anybody knows anything about baseball, and if you don't, I'll break it down. They do not have salary caps. The top teams can spend all the money ever. And the bottom teams just have to hope for the best. The Oakland A's are one of those teams that did not have the money. So they were basically going to be cursed to be perpetually worse than everybody else. Because they couldn't keep up by buying all the best players. Right. So Billy Bean got the great idea to lean into analytics. He hired a Harvard or was he Yale or Harvard? A dude from an Ivy League school that was real good with the analytics and the math and the equations and all that bullshit. Right. He hired that dude and had him scour the stats and put together a team, define their their free agency targets, who, the, who they were going to put on this team to, to make them successful based on the numbers, looking at players differently than everybody else was looking at players. And they put together this ragtag team of randos that had great analytic stats, and they were successful. If I recall, they got to the, was it the AL Finals in 2002? Oh, I don't know. I don't watch it. I, 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 I haven't watched a baseball game in my life. They made the playoffs, and you, if you know anything about baseball, I think only like four to six teams make the playoffs in the MLB. They made the playoffs. I want to say they got to the second round of the playoffs. And, again, this was a broke team that wasn't supposed to do things like this, and they did it by building a team based on analytics, based on looking at numbers that nobody else was looking at and figuring out if we put th- – this guy gets on base a lot, so if we get him – put him first in the lineup, he'll we'll always have a guy on base here. Uh, this guy strikes out a lot, but he also has a high slugging percentage. So if we put him fourth, we put the three guys that get on base a lot in front of him, we've got a good chance of getting some grand slams randomly here and there, even though this guy is probably going to strike out most of the time. So they, they put a team together based on this, and that worked. And And at that time, nobody had thought like that. So then – since then, a lot more teams started leaning into analytics more and more. We've gotten to a point where 
The analytic heads have gotten too much power, though. It works more in a game like baseball because the variables are more controllable. A guy throws a pitch, it's going to be a fastball, a curveball, etc. and so forth. You can base your reaction on how that's going to go. It's a one-man versus one-man every single time. Basketball is a little different. Not only because it's not always one man versus one man, but also salary cap. All teams are equal on a salary cap. Now, you might be able to fill in gaps with analytic powerhouse type players. Your role players should be great analytic type guys. But your top level in basketball can make or break everything. Your top one, two, three guys don't have to have perfect analytic stats. They need to do things that nobody else in the league does. Fuck everything else. If LeBron shot 20% from three, he would still be a top five player in the league. Because he's bigger, faster, stronger. He has better vision, can make better passes. Set other guys up better than anybody, despite not being a great analytic shooter, which was the case for a good portion of his career. So when I hear people say they don't want a guy who is more talented than anybody else at a particular skill because he doesn't do the other things that in the big picture are allegedly analytically perfect. It pisses me off because now you're just ignoring how basketball works. You look at a guy like Andre Drummond and you say, oh, he's not great because he misses a lot of layups. Well, you can't just say he misses a lot of layups. Why is he missing those layups? Tell me the other factors. Is he double, triple team? He's missing those layups because he's grabbing offensive rebounds, throwing the ball right back up, missing it. Grabbing again, most likely, and still throwing it right back up. Yes, exactly. Like, you watch a, a game with Andre Drummond. A lot of the time, he gets the ball, double or triple team comes, he puts the ball up, goes to the rim because he's also quicker than everybody, gets it, tips it, hit, and grabs it again. Like, he does that a lot. He's pretty much intentionally missing to put himself in a better position to score later. Which is why his field goal percentage is low. Moses Malone. Three-time MVP, if I'm not mistaken, did that. Was known for that. Dominated. Nobody wanted to deal with him. He was bigger, stronger, and got off the ground quicker than everybody. He was known for just throwing the ball up on the rim and then going up and tipping it until it went in. Yeah, and that's what, like, when we talked about earlier, like, you think you have to, like, by analytics, like, you can't, like, it's, I mean, it's a useful tool. But right. you can't decide everything based off of it. That's my big issue. It's like exactly. It's like the it's like the concept that a thirty percent three point shot is good as a forty five percent you know mid range. Right. It's like if you shot someone's like oh you shoot ten a game. What thirty percent? Like what coach is allowing a thirty percent three point shooter to shoot ten threes a game? You're getting yanked to the bench. So if I have a forty five percent mid range shooter pulling ten mid ranges a game. I'm happy because almost half the time he shoots the ball, it's going in. Exactly. Like, the points, the points per shot doesn't really matter because, like, again, you're, you're not factoring the fact that like it's 
Like, the game has to be played. Exactly. And so you get to a point where, like I said, I'm perfectly fine. If you want to tell me that X player has great analytics uh, and it's like it tips the scale in their favor versus another player, that's fine. But you can't look at a guy who is a top 5'10 at their position and look at a guy who is like the 50th player at their position and say, you know, he has better field goal percentage, so I want the guy that can't get on the court. Like, how does that make sense? It's just like people bring up like per 75 possessions. Right. Like, how it's like, it's like 75 possessions? <laughs> Bobon is like the greatest per 36 player of all time. That, that I hate that. Like that. Prime I'm sorry. Prime Wilt prime Chamberlain if you <laughs> per 36. But that's my, like, back to the like, whole, like, like, true shooting percentage. Like, based off true shooting percentage, like, James Harden is more efficient than Dirk Nowitzki, uh, LeBron James, Chris Paul, uh, and all. I mean, that's just not true. I think even Michael Jordan, maybe. And it's like, it's just, that's just not fucking true. Like, shooting, and then that's actually true. And values that like the free throws, like when James Harden shoots three of fifteen, but goes nineteen of twenty from the free throw line, and his true shooting percentage is sixty-two percent, whatever the fuck it would be. Like, cool. He still, I mean, played relatively like shit. You know? I think he would say so. Exactly. And so the last part that I wanted to get to with that, <clears throat> when it comes to like shooting percentages and stuff like that, that's shooting percentages are great. When he shoots the ball, et cetera, and so forth. But what if he can't get a shot off? What is the stat that tracks his ability to create space off the dribble to get his own shot? If he can't get open for a shot, Maxie, him shooting 50% from three doesn't matter. If guys know that if you play a team that can afford to just sit somebody on him, him shooting 50% from three doesn't matter because he can't get the shot. Steph Curry, same thing. Great. I always joke and say best Curry because he shoots a higher percentage than Steph. But nobody's going to sit here and say that Steph Curry is a better scorer than Steph. Why? Because Steph doesn't put the ball on the floor like Steph. Steph also, can't with, in half a, with a guy in his face like Steph. He's not going to get off 20 shots a game. I hate when people say Seth Curry is quote-unquote the best three-point shooter of all time because of his percentage. Cut it out. Continue. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's a thing of, like, so, again, a guy – having a better field goal percentage than Andre Drummond, but can't score more points than him. Why are we not questioning why he doesn't score more points than him? Why, why is Jared Allen have an 80% field goal percentage, but can't average 20 points a game? Because the only thing he can do is dunk. Of course, he's not missing shots. The only shots he's taking are grabbing it and dunking it. Andre Drummond puts the ball on the floor. Andre Drummond can make passes, advanced passes. So you have to look at, again, you have to look at, if you are telling me you're picking a player based on just numbers, you're not watching the game, you're not telling me how that player can affect the game in other ways besides the numbers, then I don't have the time to converse with you about basketball. Um, ESPN, I think it was, did a show where they, like, brought – random people in to like BGMs or something 
and all of them, they, like, made them pick a team or field a team and then explain why they field their team. And, like, all of them picked their teams based on analytics. And when the they brought real NBA people to talk to them about the teams, they're looking at sheets like, oh, well, he has a true shooting percentage of such and such with such and such. Like, they didn't sound like they knew what they were talking about. And that's, that's, yeah, where, that's like, like, where we're at in sports. And that's, I think, the most frustrating thing with it is, like, it's, they've hijacked, like, when they hijacked, like, I mean, I, just like, I'm not going to give them, like, a shout-out or anything, but if I post anything about, like, Drummond or anything to me, that he's shit, he's trash, he's garbage, and I'm like, how can you watch Drummond and, like, actually watch Drummond and think he's garbage? You might say, if you want to say he's not worth $20 million a year or whatever, like, that's fine, but, like, to be honest, he's garbage. You clearly don't know basketball. And again, it's like I, it was one of the I think the Mavs Moneyball people. Uh, I think you shouted him out today on Twitter, Reese. Not Reese, uh, Bits. Uh, the guy went after. It's not. Yeah, he. I think it was him. He shared it. Was like the. It was like they adjusted like the field goal percentage like, based off actual like difficulty of shots. Okay. And, like, it was it's interesting because you look at, like, players like Luca, like, he looks a lot better when you actually look like, at his percentages. Right. When you look at, like, his degree of difficulty. Like, it's easy to say, oh, he shoots whatever, 33, 34%. But, right. like, how many of these shots aren't good shots? Not, and not really necessarily because it's his fault. I mean, right. uh, and I think it's in the Dorian Finney-Smith, I think, like, right? Like, he's, like, a, I mean, he, I think, like, 56% of his threes are wide open. <laughs> and he shoots like thirty four percent from him, but people are like, oh, he's a thirty four percent three point shooter. It's like he's shooting, he's shooting wide open threes. You should be hitting those. This is like the Clippers game yesterday. I mean, they just lag off. Like they were literally not everyone. But everyone hypes him up as a thirty four percent three point shooter, or like Maxi. Uh, someone on Twitter today said Maxi needs to get uh, like get all the shots that Tim Hardaway does. He won't take because he's percent. His percentage is better. It's like, do you, can you really imagine Max shooting eleven threes in a game? Like the way, like I'm not, the, I'm not, a, I'm not a big Tim Hardaway fan, but the man shoots difficult shots. Max is strictly wide open threes. Exactly. Like you can't, like you can't compare the two. Like, yeah, Maxi can hit. I mean, he shoots a better percentage, but again, you don't factor in anything else besides the fact that the percentage is better. Like you said, that's what I get the point where I don't talk basketball. Yeah. So let me uh, make on a, end this on a lighter note. <laughs> uh, the game actually started shit. Um, <clears throat> so you guys, know, you guys know I made up the vibrate stat, right? Yeah. So I made up the vibrate as like a, a joke about how Dwight Powell is super. Uh, why he plays because he has a, the the most elite vibrate in the NBA or whatever. So apparently <laughs> the Hoops and Heffelweisers guy thought it was a real thing. <laughs> and uh, so, like, they opened their podcast, the last episode. I just happened to, to check it out. They opened the podcast, and they were like, I felt like an idiot because, like, Bibbs was talking about the vibrate, and I was just like, oh, shit, that's how, like, what, is it, what does that measure? Like, it sounds legit. And uh, I, I had a, I had a good laugh about that. Um, but that's pretty much how it is. Like people just accept. Oh, they said he has a good, you know, whatever, and then they start quoting it. And that's pretty much all you see on NBA Twitter is 
some guy saw one person say something about a player and then everybody else just repeats it. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it really is. Uh, I think James has one last question for us. I have the Buckingham in overtime, so I think might be a minute before the game goes on. James, take it away. Or don't, you know. Or don't, you know. <laughs> make, me look, make, make me look stupid, you know. I think the wind finally took him away. I was about to, I think he was muted. Oh, he's muted, yeah. He went somewhere. Something happened. I'm, I'm concerned now. No, I'm here. I, I, I was muted. Uh, if you could Stone Cold Stunner one historical figure, if you can Stone Cold Stunner one historical figure without repercussions, who would it be? That's tough. I think I know who it would be. I think I might have my answer. Who would it be? Anyone, anyone. I'm going to go Ronald Reagan. <laughs> That's a good one. Ronald Reagan? I'm going to go Ronald Reagan. He, he's getting the stunner. He could probably sell it, too, because he's an actor. What about you, Reese? That's, uh, shit. Go to Jose. Uh, I'm going to go Kim Jong-il. Go, uh, That's a good one. Stone Cold Kim Jong Il. I, I think I would go with uh, you know Christopher Columbus. Ooh, the OG, the OG horrible person. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're listening to this somewhere, Christopher, it's not coming for you. Look at Giannis. Okay, so when we say historical figures, anyone in this is your time. He's going to pick Tony Parker. <laughs> <laughs> you can still co-star Tony Parker if you wanted to. When we say his, they don't have to be like, you know, dictators, presidents. Doesn't mean anybody. Thomas Jefferson, you can still co-star if you want. Marilyn Monroe. Hit, you know, you get, you Hitler. Make- Hitler. Uh, fuck. It's tough. There's so many people. Monta Musa, so you can take his gold? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. who, whoever shot Biggie. <laughs> you got to know who it is to do it. Oh, damn. That's right. All right. Uh, he did he. Say no. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly, he. I'm, hey, look, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. That's tough. I'm going to go with. Uh... Don't do it, Giannis. All right. Ooh. Candace Owens. I'm sorry. Yes, Candace Owens. Yes. <laughs> hundred times. Candace Owens. No repercussions. All right, I got it. No, 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 no. Tommy Lauren. What? Tommy Lauren. There you go. Either, uh, I might honestly have to change my answer to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tucker Carlson. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to change my answer to Ted Cruz. Terry Cruz? Ted Cruz. Oh, uh, I was like, what? Terry well, Terry Cruz. 
Ted Cruz too, baby. I don't know. But Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz is a solid one. Giannis better not hit that. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bitch that shot Selena. Ooh, that's a good one. She dead, though. I mean, they're all dead now. Oh, damn. Yeah, well, I still stun that bitch. Dig her up. Put her back. <laughs> that's, that's a solid one as well. I, I mess with it. I think that's a good way to end it. Thank you guys for coming on. Anything to plug, plug, plug your podcast. And when, mm-hmm. also, when are they getting, when are they getting an invite to? When are you what? When are they getting an invite to the podcast? Uh, if you keep talking that Tony Parker Monty Ginobili shit, never. Reese, I feel like me and you bonded a lot during this, this whole talk. I feel like you grew a lot as a person, uh, and your understanding of basketball also grew. So, uh, as The Rock would say in uh, the hit motion picture Moana that I watched three times a day with my daughter, uh, you're welcome. Jose? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Plug your podcast, bitch. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> so I do still do the Bibs Corner podcast, trying to make it more NBA-centric, but still doing some recaps for now. Um, I do have a, a midseason coming up with my boy Josh, who's a Hornets fan. Uh, of course, the Mavs outside of podcast with myself and Reese. Uh, what say what? I say Europe. Oh, all right. <laughs> You can uh, you can catch me very out of character on that podcast uh, and in character um, with the the weekly forecast. But um, Mavs Outsiders podcast just firing up once again. At the end of every month, we are going to have a panel of guests, and uh, we're still working on our panel for this month. Uh, last month was a lot of fun, so I'll be on the lookout. And no, as as reset on the last podcast, don't ask us; we will ask you. And finally, Have You Seen is a movie pack podcast. It's S-C-E-N-E. Um, <clears throat> watching movies, bringing somebody on and talk about them, and uh, trying to get that one rolling now. Of course. That's a clever name. That's a good name. Yeah, I, I think I thought it was a pretty dope name, too, myself. That's fucking good. That's fucking good. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I was very excited about it when I decided on it. Um, but, yeah, anything I do, you can find bibscorner.com. Um I do too much to to just not have one centralized location. So check me out. Before I plug mine, I just I just want to say something in in regards to your movie podcast, Bibs, and I want you to say yes or no. Okay. The Snyder Cut. Me and you. Are you interested in reviewing it? Hundred percent. Okay. Um, Taking these next couple of days off, so I got plenty of time. When does it release exactly? Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Okay. And then Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat comes out next month. Yeah. And Godzilla vs King Kong this month. All right, we getting off track. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Snyder Cut. We'll we'll talk about that. All right. Um, I have my podcast, The Mind of Reese podcast. Uh, we took eleven days off because one of my co-hosts was traveling and uh. I usually don't like the the three of us have such a nice dynamic. If I don't have to, I try not to, you know, uh, do it without one or the other. So took 11 days off. Recent episode just dropped. Uh, I had a bit of, bit of a rant uh, on cancel culture and homophobia and things of such. So uh, really good episode. 
really good conversation. Definitely go check it out. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, like Bibs mentioned, I have the Mavs Outsiders podcast, podcast with my co-host Bibs. Uh, we will be doing, we're, we're coming up with some guests for the end of the month. Uh, Bibs already has his. It's just up to me now. Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> I will ask you. Don't DM me. Uh, unless you, unless you're cute. Uh, so, uh, what else? Follow me on Twitter at MindofReese. Reese. Follow me on Instagram at Mind of Reese. Uh, got a few ideas for the Mind of Reese podcast coming up. Uh, we will be doing rankings of, uh, artists, hip hop artists, discographies. Uh, gonna try to do one maybe every week, every other week. Who knows? And we also have the, uh, the MCU rankings coming up very, very soon, which I'm very excited about. But yeah, that's pretty much it.